There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. And greetings from T-Mobile Park in Seattle, Washington, where today the Houston Astros take on the Seattle Mariners in game two of a three-game series. Astros took the series opener last night, winning 10-6, and the Astros use the long ball. Here's the leadoff batter, Springer. And this ball's ripped to left center field. That's hit a long way. Going back on it, Malik Smith, and it's in the seats. A two-run homer for George Springer. His fourth of the season makes it 3-2 to two now. Boy, did the Astros need that. All of a sudden, a one-run game. Just a frozen rope to left center field. And here's Jose Altuve, who's 0 for 3. This is the man you want up. And Altuve drives this one deep to left field. And you can't kiss it goodbye. And go ahead, grand slam for Jose Altuve. And the Astros go on top for the first time tonight. They lead it 6-3. to three. How do you like that? Home runs in four consecutive games now for Altuve. A blast to left field, picking on the first pitch. Yuli, a career 500 hitter with the bases loaded, 12 for 24 with two grand slams. Here comes the 1-0. And Yuli hits it in the air pretty deep to left field. Santana is going back, looking up. See you later! Grand slam! Yuli Gurriel! And the Astros go up 10-5. Second grand slam of the game. Boy, Gurriel knew it right away, too. As soon as it left his bat, he knew it was four more for the Astros. And a commanding 10-5 lead now. Only the third time in Astros history that they've hit two grand slams in one game as the Astros won their seventh consecutive ball game. Mariners saw their win streak end at six games as the Astros now 9-5 and five on the year. Mariners are 13-3, and three, three games ahead of the Astros in the American League West. Time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Justin Verlander getting the ball for the Astros today. And Verlander 1-0 on the year. And you look at his first three starts, all three games maybe struggled early in the ball game and got a little better. Yeah, you know, in the last two really hasn't had really good fast ball command from what we've gotten used to with Justin Verlander where he can dominate with that one pitch. I really liked his changeup in the first game against the Tampa Bay Rays, and I think if he starts going back and forth a little bit, he'll get some of these hitters off some, some of the fastballs that miss the exact location he's trying to achieve. But uh, you just expect such greatness from Verlander every time out. Usually really good pinpoint control. Hasn't been quite as sharp those last two. Expect much better tonight. Meanwhile, Felix Hernandez getting the ball for the Mariners, and in years gone by, Verlander Hernandez, you'd expect close, low-scoring, competitive ball game with two really great pitchers, but Hernandez, he's certainly taken a step back the last few years and maybe the, the biggest wild card in this Mariners rotation. Yeah, you know, they, they really don't know what they, they can do. They've kind of been side-saddled with his contract and, and how to use him and, and show him the type of respect he certainly deserves as such a prominent member in this rotation for many years with Seattle. Uh, but he's a shell of himself right now. And when you look up and down 
uh, the numbers for the Astros. We'll do it during the ball game. Man, some really gaudy numbers for some of the Astros against King Felix. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, you know, we're talking about Felix Hernandez and, you know, not quite the same pitcher he once was. And, you know, and manager A.J. Hinch talking a little earlier relies a lot on, on trying to get hitters to chase. And that's something that the Astros have been much better at, especially as the year has gone on, is not chasing, especially pitches just off the plate. Yeah, they're one of the best teams in the major leagues at, at doing that. So it's a tough challenge for Felix uh, just to get somebody to, to offer at a pitch that's even on the corner, especially with when there's not two strikes. So the Astros will make him work. They'll make him get his changeup up, his breaking ball up mm -hmm. uh, in the zone where they can drive the ball as best they can. But uh, this is a tough one. Felix Hernandez, not, not his old self, not to say that he can't have a good game, but the Astros should match up very well. Coming up next, we'll have the Coach's Corner as we'll talk with Astros hitting coach Alex Centrone. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros reliever Will Harris. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Alex Centrone. First year as Astros hitting coach, but certainly not new to the organization. Third year as a coach uh, with the organization. Has that helped with your transition to, to this new position as hitting coach since you've been here for a couple of years? Yeah, you know, I think it prepares me. Um, 17 while I was working as advanced scouting and beer analysis, you know, watching all the swings and watching all the pitchers um, for the other teams and, you know, watching our hitters, I think. Uh, I can recognize a lot of our guys, swings and mechanics, all that, especially the, the Altuve, the Correa, the Guriel, the Springer, the, the Redick, the Albin, Bregman, that all been here for the past three years. So, you know, watching them day, day out, day in, and actually also being first base coach, you, you kind of watch their swings and how they're going about their approach. So I think it helped me a lot to, to be able to be a hitting coach this year and kind of help them and kind of talk to them and, and build up a better relationship that I have with them. It, you know, last year, and I think it's 17, we have a real good relation, so I think that's really important that, you know, I can communicate with them, I can, and they can trust me. Yeah, you mentioned the relationship and the trust. That's such a big part of being a hitting coach, right? Because, I mean, you can have ideas and solutions on, on fixing problems, but if guys don't trust you, it, it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, it's true. I think, you know, the first thing is communication with them, and the second thing is, like, they have to trust you what you tell them. You know, if they don't trust you, it's, a, it's a, you know, you, you never have any connection with them. I think, you know, for me, I um, had the chance to play in the big leagues for, for years, and, and they know that I play the game, that they know I can I can feel what they feel. I can, you know, tell them, you know, I used to play, I used to make this adjustment. I know mental part sometimes you got to let them, you know, do whatever they want to do and just say nothing to them, just let them struggle too sometimes and just kind of wait for them to come to you so I think that's um, a lot of the mental part I'm also really happy that we have you know Troy Sneaker is a good good great guy he's smart and he got a lot of energy too and he, he kind of like connect with the players and you know it's been, it's been really helpful as well you this past offseason managed in winter ball in Puerto Rico native of Puerto Rico managed Carolina 
manager of the year down in the Puerto Rican Winter League. Congratulations on that. What did you learn from being down there managing? I mean, it's a lot different, obviously, when you're the guy making the decision. Yeah, it's different. The thing is, like, I learned a lot of stuff by AJ. You know, I learned, I learned a lot of stuff by Alex Cora. So, um, you know, you take a couple of those things over there. I try to, to take all that. Come on, um, a lot of the advanced scouting over there. But, you know, it's hard because you got to manage 30 people over yeah. there. And in this different mentality, those guys are rookie ball, double A level, A ball level. Some of them are baseball guys that already play in professionally and they're now playing in Puerto Rico in some leagues that they're retiring. And I'm trying to manage that clubhouse is, is kind of like tough a little bit. But, you know, I learned, like, you know, it's not easy. I told AJ the first thing that I told him. It's like, you know, I know now how you feel. I, I can be in your shoes. Like, yeah. you, you know, my decision, the game can go fast. and It's even faster in, in the big league. But um, it helped me just to communicate with the guys and kind of control a group of, of, of players and trying to have everybody on the same page. And I think that that helped me to, to become as a hitting coach here, too, because I have to work with different mentalities. And over there, you has to, you know, deal with a lot of different personalities and, um, you know, you know, managing over there is going to help me to grow up. Um, I'm only 40 years old. And I've been having a lot of responsibility right now in the Bakley. So um, being there is, is, is nice and I like it. I'm going back over there this year for one more, one more season at least. If I don't make it to the final, I'm not going to manage anymore <laughs> because it's really tough to, yeah. to be like all year here and then go back to Puerto Rico. I haven't rest in being a hitting coach. My body's it's getting really tired because of that. No, no resting at all. But you know, mm-hmm. I like it. And like I say, it's a, it's, I love baseball. And for me, I can be 24/7 during the game, and, and that's what I want to do for for a lot of years. Yesterday, Astros hitting two grand slams. One of those by Yuli Gurriel. And Yuli, he's better than 500 hitter in his career with the bases loaded. What's what's a key for a hitter to be really successful in, in a situation like that? You know, Yuli's a guy who going there with the mentality to swing the bat. I think this year being a little bit more a little bit more patient the past years. And uh, you know, I think when you go to the mentality, you just want to put a good swing. You cannot get all excited about it because if not, you're gonna chase some pitches. And you know, some hitters know that that Yuli will, will swing the bat. So First, first pitcher, so I, I threw him a slider, but it's a basic loaded. What the pitcher wanted to do is attack the hitter with the bases loaded, and that's what he did, and Julie took advantage. I think Julie was the mentality was maybe look for a pitcher he can drive with two outs, and he did that. So, you know, he was ra- happy to see him. He's his first homer of the season, being a grand slam, and especially when he, he was over two in the game and then finished with three hits in a row and a big grand slam for us. That, that was a huge. Alex Centrone, Astros hitting coach. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. There's a man going around taking names. Will Harris into the game for the Astros. Louisiana native hands it off to another. Anthony, it'll be the Cajun shutdown. 2-2. Did he go around on the curveball? He sure did, says Gary Cedarstrom. Morales can't hold up, and the inning is over. Harris strands a pair. Well, welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with Will Harris, relief pitcher for the Astros before the second game of this series against the Mariners. Kind of a shock, Will. Uh, the Mariners getting off to such a hot start, but uh, they seem for real. They, they swing the bats very well. Uh, yeah, they have a very uh, balanced lineup. You know, righties, lefties. Uh, they got a little speed, a lot of power. So, um, you know, it's not a lot different than lineups they've had in the past. Maybe some new names and uh, new faces, but... Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of a similar feeling coming in here, um, with definitely a a form, formidable lineup that uh, you know they like I said righties and lefties and you have 
find your way to navigate. Use all your pitches. You guys come here a lot. Was Safeco Field, now it's T-Mobile Ballpark. Where does this ballpark rate for you in, in, in visiting ballparks that you get to visit? Yeah, I've always been a fan of this place. Yeah. Uh, they obviously keep it in great shape. Uh, Seattle's a really neat and uh, unique city, um, so I've always enjoyed my time here. So, uh, yeah, it's no different, you know. Uh, I always like Seattle. It's always a little, ch- little chilly, a little, yeah. little rainy today. and a uh, in the air. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit different, you know, coming from Houston. But, uh, but yeah, I feel like we've, we've always kind of played fairly well in this stadium, so maybe that's, maybe that's why I like it. You go to ballparks, you go to different cities, and you get your little hangouts, places you'd like to eat? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a few spots, you know, mainly breakfast spots, stuff like that, because we're you know up in the mornings and can't really go to eat dinner when we get out of here at 11 o'clock. But uh, but yeah, Seattle is it's it's a, it's a different feel, it's a different you know part of the country than than uh, than where I'm from, what I'm used to. So I like getting out and kind of taking it all in. If it was one of your family members and you were going to recommend a city to come watch a few games uh, during the summer, especially Seattle's one at, at the top, right? Yeah, my actually my, my wife's never made it up here and she's yeah. coming up here this year because uh, I've been telling her now for four years that yeah. she needs to make her way up. So she's finally going to pull the trigger uh, this year and get up here and she's coming in June, which should be should Perfect. be pretty nice. Another sleeper for me is uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, in the summertime, it's a pretty yeah. pretty cool little spot. Like It's different, kind of like here, you know, it, it brings something different that you're not used to, a beautiful ballpark. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Seattle's a pretty neat place. How's this stint with the Houston Astros been for you? I mean, ever since you got here, this team's been one of the best winning percentage teams in all of baseball. Even though you've changed a few names, but you've seen guys come up through the minor leagues, it's been pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll look back on my career when I'm when I'm finally done and realize, you know, I got to play in the, in the golden era yeah. of Astros baseball. So, um, obviously, all of our goals are to to keep that golden era going as long as possible right. and, and 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 keep keep pushing it forward to to the next level. So, uh, yeah, if you'd have told me I'd get to play five years in the closest geographical city to where I'm from mm-hmm. and you know be all my family and friends be able to watch me on TV locally back home and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that would have meant a lot to me. So I don't take it for granted. Really happy that I got to spend uh, as much time as I have here, and I'm looking forward to, you know, spending the rest of my time here. Sure. Um, a lot of people will say that you're the best golfer on the team, and it's the weekend for the, the Masters Golf Tournament. I know you're watching and everything, but when did you pick up golf, and uh, what's some of the coolest places you've played? Well, I'm struggling right now, so uh, I don't think that vote would go. Is this my chance right here? Yeah, I don't think that vote would go uh, in my favor right now. JV can hit the ball, and I've been struggling to beat my boy Wade. He's, uh, you know, funny story real quick. I I sent him a video of this golfer. I was like, hey, man, you'd like this guy. This guy, Kevin Kisner, you know, he's he's a southern guy. You know, he chews tobacco. He's one of us, and, you know, he just kind of happens to be good at golf. And one of the videos, Kisner gives this chipping uh, lesson. Right, so now Wade, when I play him, he does. He, we call it the kids. Really, he does this move. He, the guy up and down for par every time. I can't beat him. I cannot beat him. He's beat me the last three times ever since I sent him that video. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, I got gotten. I've been lucky. I get, you know, get to play Pebble Beach, and you know, even here in the Bay Area, uh, the Bay Area, we're headed to play Olympic Club and Cow Club, and the Floridian down in Florida. Obviously, is beautiful. So. Yeah. All right, that's Will Harris. Off to another great start for the Astros. Thanks a lot for catching up. Yeah, no no problem. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. 
This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.